As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And welcome everybody to today's exciting, very hot and slightly sweaty episode. <laughs> we do apologize if you can smell us coming out through your speakers. Yeah. <laughs> but it is very hot in the studio today. A little glistening foreheads. It is. Sheets. Yeah, we are, we are recording this mid-June 2023. And that is, did you know, 10 years after Nelson Mandela's death. Really? Yeah. Wow, what a coincidence. 10 years, yeah. Nelson Mandela died in 2013. Mm. And that has a large bearing on what we're talking about today. Righto. Because many people remember Nelson Mandela dying back in the 1980s while he was still in prison. Mm, Yes, I have heard this. And even so much that they have vivid recounts of his funeral from that time. Hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting. It's become known as a Mandela effect. Hmm. Yes, the old Mandela effects. Yeah, and that's what we're covering today. It was uh, named by a paranormal researcher called uh, Fiona Broom. Hmm, nice. After uh, the death of the political leader, Nelson Mandela. Um, obviously, because... So many people remembered him dying in the 80s, uh, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- these are commonly known as false memories, but for it to happen en masse like that, with so many people, mi- thousands, maybe even millions of people, saying that they remember him dying back in the 1980s, Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of it took on a term of its own, the Mandela effects, and that's what we... I don't think a lot of people know what Mandela effects are these days. <laughs> no. So this might be a little bit of a redundant episode, but we're going to try and try, try and cover it. Um, I didn't actually know that's why they're called Mandela effects. Yes. So that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It's connecting the dots there. So, yeah, the, the, like the collective uh, term for it, I, I guess, it, it is where a large group of people all share the same false memory of a historical event 
or sometimes it could be a film scene or a logo or a picture product a product yeah yeah, yeah differently from what is actually historically accurate mm-hmm. uh, yeah. one of them I'm going to bring up that I know you're not going to know about is do you know the very famous oil painting of King Henry VIII you know the big fat king with a ginger beard and, he's and wearing a hat. red coat red, like, yeah red regal very patterned yeah, yeah a lot of people remember him having a turkey leg in his hand right <laughs> no I haven't I've actually used that photo on as stock footage on a couple of our um, YouTube videos, and I can confirm there is no turkey in his hand. Hasn't he just got his hands on his waist? I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah but a lot okay. of people remember him half-eating a turkey leg. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with back in the day where they just used to have big old turkey legs? Well, I guess... Uh, uh, because he was a king, I suppose, isn't it? And, and king would have the most mm. lavish meals out of anybody in the country. If anybody could afford a turkey leg... Particularly as turkeys aren't even English, yeah. and Henry VIII was alive in the mid fifteen hundreds. I, I very much doubt that he would have been munching on a turkey leg. More likely a chicken or a guinea fowl or something like that, yeah. but probably not a turkey. What's funny as well is I don't know if your family's the same, but at Christmas, no one seems to want a leg. Uh, no, no one seems to want turkey. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. yeah, very true. <laughs> I quite happily have Christmas without turkey, unless it's Auntie Julie's turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Auntie Julie, who does the most amazing Brussels sprites in the world. She does, it? indeed. Yeah. Or yeah. little cubes of pancetta. You will still never get me to eat your Aunt Julie's <laughs> Brussels sprites, I'm afraid. But Brussels sprites are not the uh, theme of today's episode. We are talking about Mandela effects. And this obviously became a thing around about mm. 2013 and sort of progressed over the next few years where more and more people were coming up with more and more things that mm-hmm. they remember and groups collectively remembering false memories and false histories. And some people wanted to hold CERN responsible for this. Right. You know, CERN, the big like science investigation institute in like mid- mid-Europe, yeah? Yeah. With that large Hadron Collider, isn't that? Yeah, well, some people wanted to blame them for it claiming that experiments carried out at the Research Institute around the same time, around 2013, created an interdimensional portal (laughs) that ended up trapping large quantities of people in the wrong dimension, which is why they now have memories that are are false for the dimension that they're in. That's fantastic. (laughs) It's, it's, It's a plausible explanation I suppose, in a way, but CERN denied that they were doing anything that could create that kind of effect. <laughs> I mean, there were rumours around the time, mm. uh, I can't remember exactly which year it was, but CERN wanted to create a, a, a miniature black hole, didn't they? And a controlled, Yeah, I remember that. And that were, everyone was up in arms going, no, they're going to destroy the world, the world will get sucked into this black hole. Now, some people claim that that is what created this interdimensional portal that we were trapped in and and hence the Mandela effects. But I think, still think that's very far-fetched. I don't know. I I mean, I I can remember hearing about it and maybe CERN said that they were trying to create a miniature black hole. I don't know how the hell they could do that. I don't want to go too deep into it, but I know how black holes are created, the science of it, in physics. (laughs) Please don't melt my brain. I'm not going to, but (laughs) how they could quite go through that in a miniature way yeah, I, I, I just yeah. don't understand so I, I would like to 
push that to one side. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you believe that theory, then fair enough. That's that's your decision. Everybody's got their own theories and their own points of view on this. Um, but I I seriously hold that in disregard. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. So, is it more plausible that a black hole <laughs> created a different dimension? And we all went through Well, that. yeah, I mean, there are theories that black holes are a gateway to a, a different dimension. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can see why this theory came about. Yeah. But there's nothing to prove that a black hole is a gateway to a different dimension, because there's, if you go into a black hole, there's no coming back out of one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And I, I'm not going in deep into physics. <laughs> I, I could, but I'm not going to. But just trust me, if you ever cross the event horizon of a black hole, you're not coming back. So there's no switching of dimensions going on, you know? I mean, is it just possible that these companies and things changed it at some point and just didn't tell people? I think so, yeah. Um, Particularly, uh, one of the the things that have come up over the years, (laughs) I remember when I first started studying Mandela effects, probably around about... It was a couple of years after it first came out, maybe 2015, 16, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, There were car manufacturers that were called into question. Yeah. Uh, The Ford badge. Uh, Obviously, like way back when, Ford was just written on the front of a car in plain silver letters, chrome letters or whatever, you know, capital letters, F-O-R-D, and that was what it was. But somewhere around the late 80s, early 90s, they changed it for that iconic blue badge. Yeah, you know, with the, yeah. s- the, the swirly um, curlative writing, the nice writing on it, and some people claim to remember the F in the Ford badge, the, the the little cross in the F that goes halfway up the capital F should be near enough straight, mm-hmm. but Ford put a little curl on it, a little loop, the loop <laughs> at the end of for whatever reason. Now I don't. This to me is not a Mandela effect because I can remember seeing that on an advert back in the early nineties and thinking. That's a weird way to put to make an F. Mm-hmm. I, I recall seeing that little loop being that little loop the loop being there and thinking that's a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that for me is not a Mandela effect. Other people, it is. Um, another car manufacturer is Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. The VW sign that's on the front of literally every single Volkswagen <laughs> yeah. uh, does have a small space separating. The V on the top mm-hmm. from the W at the bottom. Yeah, a lot of people claim that it shouldn't. It's a that's a weird one because I swear I have seen um, like camper vans with it all blends into one. There's no line. But then when mm. I, when I that, think that's about an interesting it, like on the the old bay window camper vans where where the VW is just in massive paint yeah on yeah. the front now that one's an interesting one I've never really looked but at that when you but. think about it, if you're if you're painting or got a sticker of the logo why would you put that line because it would look a bit out of place if with a with a yeah stencil. if it was like a decal or something that yeah. you're spreading it'd be easier to do without the space there, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's what people are remembering. You might be onto something there, Josh. Yeah. The one for me, though, the one that really is kind of a Mandela effect for me is Volvo. hmm Because I always remember Volvo. It was the, the block, blocky letters, you know, the capital letters, Volvo, just written across. And then through, and it was usually on the front of a car, and then through Volvo was just a diagonal line going from the top of the grill to the bottom of the grill. Yeah. 
There was never a circle around it. There was nothing. It was just Volvo with a diagonal line. And nowadays, Volvo is within a circle that then has an arrow sticking out the top of it to make it look like the international sign has for... Has an arrow? Yeah, for masculinity. You know you know the, the circle with an arrow coming out for male? Yeah. That's what it's inside of these days. And you look on any Volvo that's on the road... <laughs> And it's inside, and I yeah. want to know when that happened. Because I always thought it was a line as well. It's just, yeah, it's just a line. Hmm. Interesting. That's one Mandela effect. That, that, that is one that actually affected me because <laughs> I, I don't know at what point that arrow became part of Volvo's mm. trademark. Yeah, yeah. The one for me that always gets me is the I've written it down. Is the the Pikachu one? Mm. Is I swear he used to have the end of his tail used to be black. How many tattoos have you seen of Pikachu with that Mm -hmm. black on the end of the tail with a little, like, stripy line, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's not, like, a direct across his tail. It's got, like, a zigzag line to Mm -hmm. it, and then the end of his tail is black. And I've seen, like, action figures, and I swear I need to dig it out, but I'm pretty sure... Actually, no, I can't dig it out because I sold them all. I had Pokemon cards... And I had a big old folder, and I had like three or four different types of Pikachu card. Right. And I'm sure one of them definitely had like a, a black tail in the forest. Unfortunately, you sold all your Pokemon I know. cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got me my uh, other car. So. so now somebody's got a rare Pikachu with a black tail. Oh, possibly, yeah, <laughs> You might yeah. have been able to sell that for four times the amount. You know? <laughs> yeah, very true. But no, that always used to get me, because I used to think, no, there was definitely a black tail. But then... Um, the other one that um, uh, gets me that I'm, I swear to this day, they, they definitely changed it. Like we need to look it up after this. The Monopoly man. I always pictured him having a, having a monocle. monocle. Apparently yeah, he, he never, never did. One. No, Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, that, that is a very, very popular one. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm guilty of that one as well. When I think of him, I always think of him with that little mm. monocle on his, on his face, with a little chain going down to his, yeah but do you know why i I think i've worked out why i think for that one i don't know if anyone else is the same do you remember that brand of peanuts it was mr peanut i'm pretty sure he had a monocle i don't know if it was an american company it might might have been i'm not not massively familiar with that Uh, there was a there was a mascot for a like a peanut company and he had a walking stick or a cane and a monocle so oh, I okay. think I've just got those two mixed up because they were kind of like a similar character. So one was human and one was a peanut. We might have some found something there. The other one is people think that the Pringles guy had a monocle. I've always known it as not having a monocle, but yeah, some people no, no, have. I yeah, I don't remember. That. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How but... many dimensions have we all come from? <laughs> I mean, I, I think as we're explaining it. A lot of it could just be that they've just changed it over the years. And it could have... be, yeah. Like the, like the Volvo sign. I mean, if you look back on really, really old Volvos, maybe you will see just that, that Volvo badge with a diagonal going through it, and at some point they've updated it. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Companies can do that, can't they, from time to time, and people may not notice it at the time. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later they all go, oh, it's a Mandela effect. So, you know, that, that could be... <laughs> Something as well. Should we should we dive into some of the really famous ones? Yeah, man. Yeah. Right, because this is one that always um, frustrates me because we're from the UK. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, you grew up in America, so maybe you might relate to this one. But a big one in America is the Baronstein Bears. <laughs> yeah. Everyone um, wants to call them the Baronstein or Baronstein Bears. Yeah. But 
they were written by a, a husband and wife whose surname were Baronstein. <laughs> so why would they call their bears the Baronstein bears if they were Baronstein? <laughs> I mean, I can't relate to that. I think that was before my time. Was it? But yeah. I have seen the Mandela effect of, of, of uh, surrounding that. Yeah. Now, th- now there's there's one, uh, possibly more than one, but I know of definitely a, at least one account uh, where even I think it was on, even on exposed on YouTube where someone went through their attic and through like all their old boxes and stuff, and I actually found an old video cassette tape, you know, a VCR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And on the front box. It was Baron Stain Bears. Mm. Uh, but when you open it up, obviously on an old VCR cassette tape, there's two labels, isn't there? Mm-hmm. There's one in the, in the centre, in between the two spools, and then there's one on its edge, which is like the last thing you see when you push the VCR into the... Yes. Yeah. One of those was spelt Baron Stain, and the other one was spelt Baron Stein. Well... Is it a typo or is it something that's twisted its way through the interdimensional portal and not come out quite right the other side? Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, we we don't know the Baronstein Bears here in the UK. I'd never heard of them before the Mandela Effects anyway. Mm -hmm. You grew up, but obviously, yeah, not familiar with them. Yeah, uh, but even throughout other films and TV, I, you might as well bring up your big one, Star Wars. Come on, there's two <laughs> yeah, in Star yeah. Wars. There's two. Come on, yes. you, you can come up with them both. So, what the main one is? Everyone quotes uh, Luke, "I am your father," mm-hmm. but he says, "No, I am your father." Yeah. So, uh, I think I can come up with a reason for this. Yeah. Because I always thought it was, no, Luke, I am your father. Mm-hmm. And I'm inserting that extra Luke in there, which wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But throughout that entire, what is it, 15-minute, 20-minute fight scene at the end of Empire Strikes oh, Back? Yeah. it's one hell of a fight It's scene. a hell of a light fight scene. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of talking between Luke and Darth Vader. And Darth Vader must say the name Luke at least 15 to 20 times. <laughs> he does say it a few times, yeah. So it's already embedded in your brain. Yeah, because he says things like, oh, trust your instincts, Luke, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Luke, no one told you what happened to your father. <laughs> oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi told me you killed him. <laughs> no, I, I'm your father. Well, technically, that's completely wrong as well. Obi-Wan Kenobi shouldn't have told him that Darth Vader killed him his father because technically Obi-Wan kind of left him for dead with half his limbs missing on the side of a lava pit. Obi-Wan pretty much killed him. Obi-Wan pretty much did kill him. I think Obi-Wan kind of left him for dead, not expecting him to the survive. Emperor to, yeah, the Emperor to show up and revive yeah, him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, but no, this it is odd. I, I, I think I've got a little explanation of it, but, I mean, bear with me. I think that... If you were to, to to quote Star Wars and you just said to someone, no, I am your father, some people might not have seen Star Wars. but I They feel might like, not relate to that scene yeah, so, because of the word Luke is missing because it's yeah, repeated yeah. so many times in that last fight. So I think people just add the Luke, I am your father. So then people that aren't familiar with Star Wars go, oh, that's, I've heard that, that's yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I get it. That's the only thing I can think of. But the other one that a lot of people disagree, but 
C-3PO always had one silver leg. Yes. Now, this you threw me off just before we started recording this episode because I thought C-3PO started off all gold. Mm. Like, in the first Star Wars, A New Hope, he was all gold. And then in Empire Strikes Back, where they go to visit Lando Calrissian on Cloud City, nice. he gets deconstructed, <laughs> doesn't he? Yes. And then yeah. Chewbacca puts him back together. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was that point that C-3PO picked up his silver leg. Mm. Because I knew that he had a silver leg, and I thought that it was from that point in the trilogy that it happened. But you corrected me earlier and said, no, he, he did have a silver leg all the way through it. Yeah. And that, that's something that he was even a surprise mm-hmm. to me. I mean, he's pretty much in the first scene in the very first film, yeah, yeah. and he has got a, a silver leg uh, straight away. But... Yeah, that's an odd one because a lot of people swear. I mean, it's also odd because I've seen action figures. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Where he has got two gold legs and Mm -hmm. things like that. So again, if we're going by the logic of certain products um, are changed to appeal. And also, I don't know. I I just think if if you're doing toys and action figures that are all gold, then and a kid sees that for the first time instead of the film and they're going to think that he's all gold yeah like, yeah and they probably did that just to sort of make the paint job cheaper yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah every every right leg has to be silver yeah but no no he's always had a silver leg yeah so. that's, a, that's a weird one um so yeah uh moving on another very very famous one forest gump yes yeah yeah what was the quote um, my, I've always known it as life. My mama always said, <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But it was actually, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know mm. what you're going to get. Now, to me, this this is wrong. Just primarily wrong. Yeah. Because Forrest Gump is quoting his mother saying something in present tense looking at future tense so saying mm. life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get 
is grammatically correct. Yeah. Whereas saying, my mama always said, life was like a box of chocolates, so you never know what you're going to get. It sounds wrong anyway. It does, yeah. But if you watch the film, that is what he says. Life was like a box of chocolates. I've double-checked this. It is, it is mm. actually on the film. But I remember not quite ten years ago, maybe I don't know, seven or eight years ago, when I first started looking into Mandela Effects... I don't know if you'd still be able to find it now, but on YouTube, there was an alternative camera angle filmed at the same time as they did that scene where he's sat on a bench with a young woman and he offers her some chocolates, doesn't he? Yes. Excuse me. And that's when he says that iconic line. Now, in the film, the camera is straight onto the bench. They're facing straight towards the camera. Yeah, yeah. Now, in this... YouTube video that someone uploaded saying this is proof of the Mandela effect. There was another camera off to the side filming them from about 45 degrees. Yes. And in that clip, you can clearly hear Tom Hanks saying life is like a box of chocolates. Like an alternative scene. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's the movies. They film things multiple times from multiple angles. But... I think largely actors are required to read the lines the way they are, particularly Tom Hanks. You know, he's a very esteemed actor. He's going to yes. get, get his lines right. There's not too much improv in most of his films, from what I can gather. They're not generally comedy films where they allow that sort of thing. Mm. So I can't see why he would get his lines wrong in one scene. Yeah, he's, or... he's not known for improv either, really. No, not really. So he's quite a established actor so that one really is an interesting one for me mm. because i have literally seen both sides of it I've, and i've heard both phrases yeah and i for me personally i remember it life is like a box of chocolates it sounds better doesn't it, it does yeah it sounds better well, why they'd want it to say life was like a box of chocolates yeah i, I have no idea it's like uh, that one we saw earlier where it's we've always known it as et phone home Mm-hmm. But it's apparently E.T. home phone. Yeah, apparently, yeah, if you watch the film, that's that's <laughs> what he actually said. E.T. home phone. <laughs> well, what, well, obviously he's an alien, he can't speak English properly anyway, but, I mean, that is just as fractious as you can get, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, a little side note, E.T. used to and still does terrify me. Really? Yeah, I used to have a real, like, fear of E.T. Um, my mum bought me like a little et soft plushy toy all right and she gave it to me as a gift and i screamed and ran out of the room <laughs> because i just thought he was like a weird little wrinkly man to be honest i don't blame you uh, yeah. my uh, i'm probably gonna get slated for this now mm-hmm. uh, but unpopular opinion i don't rate et as a film <laughs> no i don't even <laughs> mate no you're not alone there <laughs> to be like and that actually goes for quite a few Steven Spielberg films. I know he's like a very decorated director, you know, far more famous <laughs> than we're ever going to be. And, yeah. you know, but like some of his films are tripe, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt that way about, uh, is it AI? Yeah. 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 I mean, there are certain films he knocks out the park. Oh, yeah, he's done some brilliant ones. You're like, yeah. yeah, I can see why he's got Oscars and he's done this and yeah. You know, various- but then what, what, is... one real good one that I think he did in recent years, Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. real good. Real film. good. Yeah. 
But then there are the odd one where it gets rave reviews and everyone's like, have you seen it? It's, it's so good. There's multiple yeah, layers to it. Critically acclaimed, Oscar yeah. award winning. Yeah, and you, you watch, watch it. it. Think, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're not alone on that one, mate. I mean, it's, it's hard to say with Steven Spielberg because I think he's got, I mean, E.T.'s not, I mean, people love E.T. Yeah. But, you know, there's better films. I, mean, for, I guess in its time, because it was made in what, like 1976 or something like that. I guess at yeah. the time, it was groundbreaking with its like special effects and and that sort of thing. Mm. You know, and and today, you know, any film can knock it out of the water, can't it? Yeah. Um, for its time, I suppose <laughs> we've got to give it some credit. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's not a Mandela effect, but while we're on the subject of ET, because I don't know if it'll come up again in a podcast, very quickly. Little little fact for you. He was told to make a game for E.T. Oh, yes. Have I mentioned this on the podcast already? Uh, I okay. don't know if you have, but I think it's... It, it, I think I, I don't think this is unknown. You're oh. going to tell us about how he called all it, the games cartridges <laughs> all in and went out into the middle of the desert and buried them. Yeah, because the game was so bad. Now, <laughs> do you believe that those games have never been found since those? Uh, yeah, as far as I know, they haven't been found. They have. They've been found. Yeah, I was actually watching a YouTube video the other day where, yeah, <laughs> it, um, they dug them all up. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know if they managed to get all of them, but they, uh, yeah. yeah, they did reclaim I think the there game. was like 500 copies or something, something like, like that, that, yeah. But is the game as bad as they say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason they buried them there. <laughs> yeah. What other uh, Mandela effects you got for me? <clears throat> okay, so. All right. Well, uh, we've we've covered uh, some. We've covered cars. Mm. We've covered uh, some like Monopoly Man. Um, we've covered films. Uh, some TV programs we, that we haven't mentioned yet. Oh yeah, Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this one is a very big Mandela f- effect for me because mm. I can honestly remember Looney Tunes being spelt. L double O N E Y, yeah. T double O N E S, yeah, yeah. Or T double O N S, but it was definitely tunes, as in cartoons, mm-hmm. which yeah, makes same, sense. Yeah, yeah, Roger Rabbit and all that. They were tunes, yeah. And it was Looney Tunes, but any Looney Tunes video you watch, tunes is spelt tunes, as yeah. in music, yeah. T-U-N-E-S. Which I, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Because the cartoon, oh, well, all right, maybe some of the old Tom and Jerry cartoons, well, they're not even Looney Tunes, are they? Uh, but they were more, more based on music than whatnot. But like the Looney Tunes, they, were, they weren't based on music, per se. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So, so why it's become Looney Tunes rather than Looney Tunes, as in cartoons, that was baffling to me. Because I honestly remember it being T-O-O-N-S. Yeah, and the thing is with that, that's probably the one of the ones where you go, ah, maybe they changed it, but I don't think they did because it's been around for so long. I mean, a big one would be is Porky Pig turns up at the end of the episode and goes, that's all, people. That that would be a mental one, wouldn't it? Because what's it meant to be? That's all, folks. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if that changed. Well, that's almost as iconic as actual Looney Tunes itself. And that's the only musical bit, isn't it, at the end? Yeah, but 
it's not just Looney Tunes. Um, Scooby Doo Doo. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that one has a Ma- Mandela effect as well. Do you want to explain that one? Yeah. So I, I'm guilty of that. I always thought Shaggy uh, had like an Adam's apple. So a like when he big shrieked, old Adam's apple. Adam's apple. Yeah. yeah. Like when he was scared or you know popping his head out yeah, somewhere, all in a rain. You know, little scared Adam's apple. Zoiks. <laughs> Apparently, he never had a Adam's apple on show. It was always just a, a straight flat neck. So I, I clearly remember there being an Adam's apple on yeah. Shaggy. I know, man. It's weird when you look into these Mandela effects. You're like, "Am I going crazy?" It is. <laughs> it is a bit like that, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, that's a weird one. Um, in popular music, mm. there's a very big one. Big English band, Queen. Yeah. We are yeah. the champions. Mm-hmm. How does that song end, Josh? How does it end? Because uh, we are, are the champions, champions of the world. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, right, okay. So let's let's clear this one up because this one's actually quite a hot debate in the Mandela effect. A lot of people mm-hmm. say, no, Freddie said at, of the world at the end of the song. And if you listen to the actual record... He doesn't. It just yeah. ends with "We are the champions" and fades out. Mm-hmm. But at least at Live Aid in 1985, was it? Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> quote me on that one. At Live Aid, the concert, massive concert mm-hmm. in you know favor of Africa and helping people of Africa. Yeah, um, yeah. That Queen was one of the biggest bands, and they 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 played "We Are the Champions." And Freddie Mercury, and you can look this up on the film Bohemian Rhapsody as well. I think he, he, even on that, he does finish up by going of the world, just on his own. Yeah. All the, the band have stopped playing, and, and, and he just does that at the end. He may have done that in many, many live performances, which is why people remember it. Mm-hmm. But he, it wasn't on the record. Mm. So he'd done it live, but not on the actual Quite possibly, yeah. He might have done it almost every time live, just because it's a good way of finishing the song. Yeah, maybe getting people around. Yeah, exactly, yeah, because Freddie Mercury's best front man ever, wasn't he? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, And and it wouldn't surprise me if he took that little, you know, couple of bars to himself and made that gesture and and sang those words. Mm. But, yeah, on on the original record... It wasn't there. Yes. Do you know the other music one that bugs me? That I always thought they they've changed that. Go Do on. you remember the music video for "Oops, I Did It Again" by Britney Spears with yeah. the red, like uh, yeah, the catsuit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, real tight. Yeah. Do you remember her having a headset, like a black headset? Oh my god! Now you're asking. Yeah, or if you do remember. Because a lot of people uh, well, do. I know, I know Britney used to have a headset on stage. Mm. See, a but lot of... in the video, I wouldn't imagine she did. Yeah, see, a lot of people remember her in the video having, like, a little black microphone headset, but she never did. I, I would say that doesn't surprise me, to be mm. honest, because I would say people probably do get confused with watching live footage of her on stage where she does have that little wiry microphone on her cheek, sort of taped to her cheek, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but in a music video, I mean, how many music videos have you seen of bands 
playing their instruments. They're not even plugged in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a pet hate of mine, by the way. Yeah. Um, so to, to put a microphone <laughs> on her that's not actually being used in a video because she's not actually singing seems mm. pointless to me. Yeah. Speaking of your pet hate, did you ever see that really famous clip of Muse when they were on a like a, a foreign talk show thing, a bit like Top of the Pops, and they didn't want to lip sync? But they were told, yes. yeah, you have to lip sync. So they swapped so places. Swapped places. They? <laughs> yeah. And they're all just kind of stood there, not even playing anything. It <laughs> so, was really good, actually. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Credit to them, man. That's awesome. Power. Power to them. Yeah. But anyway, um, there, there are so many uh, Mandela effects out there. There's no way we're going to be able to list them all. So I, th- I think we should probably start bringing this to a close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, how do you feel about putting Mandela effects to the paranormality scale? How believable? Are, I think some of them are quite believable. Yeah, be I honest. mean, a lot of them. I mean, we've gone through a few that have actually, you know, we've witnessed and affected us growing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so Mandela effects are going to be quite high for me. Because I've, I firmly believe that they, there, there's a lot more as well that we haven't even touched on. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did actually have one another song in uh, by – it was Annie Lennox, the Eurythmics. All right. Uh, but I, I can't even think of the lyrics, so I won't go into it. But a lot of – the same thing uh, with Queen. Walking on Broken Grass? No. Uh, that, <laughs> what's the other one? Uh Travel the world and the seven seas. There's something about that song. Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams, yeah. There's a – there's a bit in that that people remember differently, and then you you listen back to it, and you're like, oh, I always thought it was this other. Anyway, um, <laughs> but that's another one that affected me. So there's quite a few. So I think I'm going to give Mandela effects. I've got. I'm going to go straight in with what is on the tip of my brain, and that is an eight point nine. Eight point nine. Yeah. 8.9. Oh crikey! I, I was floating somewhere around seven to eight. So um, <laughs> well, I think some of them. Are very explainable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blaming CERN, I don't think is no is no. a viable option. I'd forgotten about that to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, like for the the whole interdimensional portal thing created by CERN. Mm-hmm. I think there's many other ways that, that, that possibly, if Mandela effects are to be believed, that we have crossed interdimensionally into mm-hmm. a, a, a like a universe that we weren't actually born in. Yeah, uh, you, you can't blame CERN for that. There's so many other things that could that could be possible cause of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh Jesus, eight point nine. You said the only reason I'm giving eight point nine is because we've seen Mandela effects ourselves. There's more continuing to come out. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are new ones every year. Really, yeah, aren't there? and it's. It, I feel like it's something that's not going to go away. There's going to you know there's stubborn people out there. They're going to go. No, he always had a monocle. So, <laughs> you know, while there, there's there's people like that still out there that can't admit, like, oh, maybe I thought of it wrong or something. You've got to give it a kind of high score, just in yeah. my opinion, anyway, because it's it's never going to go away. It's no, no, there. it's not. It's not. And uh, like I say, I haven't seen like two camera angles for Forrest Gump, where one one is the new Mandela effect and one is the way I originally remember it and that sort of thing. You know, I think there is some credence. I'll go... Hell of it. Go on, I'll go 8.5. Yeah. If you're 8.9, that would give us an 8.7 average. 8.7. 
So I'm that, glad you've done that because I was about to go. I believe that's an 8.65 pirate. So I, <laughs> I would have been wrong. So that's why you do the averages and I don't. Because <laughs> maths was one of the subjects I failed in school. So <laughs> in this dimension. Ah yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, I got an A in maths. Uh, ah, you did when I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> must be a different Since dimension. Since then, you've changed. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, that is Mandela Effects. Uh, please let us know if you at home have ins- uh, experienced your own Mandela Effects, mm. if you've got something that we haven't um, considered in yeah, this yeah. That, that it really is uh, you know, one that you want to bring forward to us. Please send us an email, paranormality.uk at gmail.com. Come and uh, tell us about it on our Discord server. You can join that. There's a, a link in the description, wherever you're, whatever medium you're listening to us on. Uh, or you can drop us a, a comment on YouTube if that's where you're, um, if that's where you're watching us. And yeah, we we just want to hear hear it all about it. If if you've experienced Mandela effects, if you yeah, think yeah. that you're stuck in the wrong dimension and can't get back, <laughs> yeah. uh, let yeah. us know. We're not going to be able to help you, but let us know. Yeah, and if you've got any interesting ones that aren't very common. Yeah, know, like yeah, one that yeah. you think, oh, you know, I've got one that's not very common, and people don't mention it. Yeah, enough. we we might do a Mandela effects revisited with some of the less known ones. I mean, we tried yeah. to pick ones that aren't, you know, raging yeah. on every YouTube video and every, you know, mm. uh, o- online article that you can read. Kind of global, really. Isn't yeah, it? we some we tried ones. to find a couple of uh, of unique ones, but. At this point, Mandela effects are so widespread; it's hard <laughs> to find a unique one that yes, no one's yeah. covered before. So, very true. Uh, yeah. So, let us know if you have one. And yeah. until then, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Tata. Tata. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.